This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We love our children. We love the children in this community. They're all of our children. And we have to fight because what's acceptable for us regarding Gigi has to be acceptable for the other children as well. We really feel like this is a stand that we have to take to support all the children in that school. Hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. We're momming today with a family that found a solution to bullying and is trying to spark a national trend, making some positive out out of a pretty negative situation. Giada Oates is here. You're 10. You're in the fifth grade. Yep. And so is her mom, Tony Imperiale. Hello. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having us. Uh, All of this started with a pretty scary situation in middle school, right, Giada? What happened? Yeah. So I was walking in the hallway, and this kid came up from behind me, put me in a chokehold, and said, you will die a silent death. Oh, my goodness. So what did you do? So I ran to my um, my sixth-period class to get a pass to counsel, and I went to the guidance counselor, and I told them immediately what happened. And what did the guidance counselor say to you? They said they'll deal with it, and we watched over the security cameras. Okay. Oh, that's good. So they looked at the security cameras, and then what mm-hmm. happened? And then... Um, that's when I started, like, I gotta wear my whistle more. So you were already wearing a whistle, so you could yeah. make noise when someone bullied you. hmm So, did you blow the whistle when you were put in that chokehold? No, because that's when the day my mom and dad had a meeting, and that's when we felt really confident that nothing will happen. But the one day I don't wear my whistle, something happens. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this is, you're literally a whistleblower on, on bullying. So, yeah. And you gave me two whistles to give to my children. They're mm-hmm. um, colorful. And your message is that students should blow the whistle to alert um, authorities in school when they yeah. feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Is it working? Yeah. How, what do your friends say about it? My friends say they feel safe with the whistle. Mm-hmm. That's good. How does that make you feel, Mom? I'm so proud of Giada, but I'm also horrified that this is our new normal here with the school. Uh, every day, Gigi decides if she's going to wear the whistle and she states until she feels safe, she will continue to wear it. So unfortunately, since December 12th, she's worn that whistle every day. I just need to go back a, a little bit. Sure. Because sure. as a mom, you know, you send your kid off to school, you assume that they're safe. Right. And this seems like this is this is a problem, that it's a continuous bullying situation, maybe to other students in the school as well. Absolutely. What is the school doing about that? Well, in the beginning, um, we had an incident the week prior where a young boy went up to Giada and made a very sexually inappropriate comment to her uh, related to oral sex. 
Is that bullying? I don't know. I don't know why he targeted her. I don't know why he felt he needed to say that to her. Mm -hmm. So we had to have some very serious conversations with Giada about adult topics. And Giada and I were having a discussion about what could she do to feel safe in school that was nonviolent. And she, in fact, said, you mean like a whistle, Mama? And I said, oh, my goodness, a whistle. So we purchased the whistles. She wore a whistle. She knew that we, my husband and I were meeting with the principal uh, on December 12th. So she didn't feel like she needed to wear her whistle to school. Uh, we expressed our concerns to the principal. He was very receptive. Uh, and then about three hours later, we got the call that Giada was choked by that child. Uh, initially, the school said that they were going to handle the situation. The child continues to remain in school. We have spoken and filed uh, a criminal complaint. We've pressed charges. Uh, but the criminal system is separate from the educational system. Without naming that child, are the are there parents involved in that situation? That I don't know. You don't know? I don't know okay. who he resides with. I don't know who is a legal guardian for him. Why wouldn't you just get in touch with his family to say, hey, just mom to mom, um, this is what is happening to my daughter. Can we talk about it? To me, I felt that that was not appropriate because the threat that was made against Giada was so concerning to me that I felt that maybe this is really a child who has possibly some mental health needs and some other uh, bigger concerns. Mm. Unfortunately, we had a history with this child uh, five years apart. There was another incident with my son. So the school should have been aware of the history. Okay. Um, But I did not feel it was appropriate at that time uh, because like any parent or guardian, you believe your child. Mm -hmm. And I was not going to get into a conversation to convince her what her son had done uh, because he maintains that he did not do that, that he was just joking, Mm -hmm. that they were laughing and playing. I just wonder what causes kids to be so mean. You know, at at young ages, you might expect it or say they'll grow out of it. But at this age, they know right from wrong. Fifth graders... Giada is a fifth grader. The fifth graders are still babies. So the fact that they're even in this middle school population is very concerning. This student was a sixth grader. Um, but, you know, I always express, especially to Giada, when children act that way, there must be some history of trauma. There must have been something that happened in their lives mm-hmm. that they are unable to act um, in a manner that's appropriate and respectful to other children. The first time you were mistreated, Giada, did you tell someone right away or were you nervous yeah. to tell somebody because you don't want to be a, a tattletale right yeah that was i was worried about i was worried about being called a snitch in school mm-hmm. and i was really nervous to tell my parents because i didn't know like how far they'll take it and right. i didn't want to be called out in school were you nervous about being maybe made fun of for wearing a whistle no if i have to wear a whistle i'm gonna wear a whistle that's how scared you are yeah. So how many kids are now wearing whistles in the school? How big is the school? Uh, the school has 1,600 children, 5th through 8th graders. 5th and 6th graders are on one side, 7th and 8th graders are on the other. So mm-hmm. to date, we have distributed about 120 whistles. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have other schools done the same? I have not been made aware that any other schools have been doing that. I have to think the administration is... I, uh, what do you what do you say when when children are scared to come to school and you're in a nice neighborhood? I, I know where you live. Um, that children are are scared to come to school. That they have to 
you said to me earlier, Giada, you pick out your outfit and you accessorize it with your whistle. It's part of your uniform, in quotes. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just imagine what the school thinks. Well, supervision is a big issue in this school. Mm -hmm. So I know that they have worked on making sure that there are appropriate staff members in case children need help. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it's so horrifying that it takes a situation like this. Why haven't you pulled her from this school? Maybe a smaller school. You know, our first reaction was, that's it. We need to keep our children safe and we're getting out of here. But then we sat down and said, you know what? We love this community. We love our children. We love the children in this community. They're all of our children. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we have to fight because what's acceptable for us regarding Gigi has to be acceptable for the other children as well. Uh, So we really feel like this is a stand that we have to take to support all the children in that school. Are there other bullies in your school or just this one? There are a lot of boys in the school. Wow. So and it's a lot of boys and girls that are getting bullied as a result? Yeah. And they all wear the whistles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't, I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I have little kids, so I don't have to really worry about this just yet. But they're, I mean, I, I have, my daughter is four now, but when she was almost three, we had like little instances in preschool. I was like, I can't believe we have to deal with this now. This is how it starts, though. And, you know, I, I knew that I had to remain calm because if I didn't remain calm, then maybe Gigi would not be um, as honest about how she felt or the situation. Um, But as a parent, it's really hard to make that decision. Is this really bullying or is this just children being children? Yeah. All right. Hold that thought before we go on. We have to take a quick break. More momming after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back with We're Momming today with Tony Imperiali and her daughter, Giada Oates, who is wearing a bright yellow whistle. Do you wear a different color every day? No, I'm trying to switch a different color, but I like the yellow one that I'm wearing. (laughs) Do you have a pink one? I feel like I would want a pink one. (laughs) (laughs) Do boys wear the whistles? Yeah, I've handed out a couple to the boys. Yeah, and you see them wearing them to school? Yeah. Yeah, this is such, this is just a terrible story. It really is. Kids are showing up with signs on them, essentially saying, I'm scared to be here. And the other kids aren't really paying attention to those signs, and it doesn't seem like the school is at at all either. Well, that's the thing. The children can't take it seriously if they get the sense that the administrators aren't taking it seriously. The teachers in the middle school uh, that know our children are doing the best they can to really help the other children as well as Giada feel safe and advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, we have situations where children have come up to us offering to fight this young man, and Giada has said, this is not violent. Take a whistle. And they'll say, wow, really? We can have a whistle? Um, Have you had to use the whistle? No, not yet. Okay. So it's preventing uh, the bullying situations. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think you'd be in this position? Absolutely not. No. I mean, I was just informed by Giada that... She heard uh, that there was a fight on the other side of the building, and the children in school could hear all of the whistles being blown. Yeah, really? there were like two whistles. 
So that's interesting. So even if a fight doesn't have to be a bullying situation, it could just be a fight. Right. But when there's something that the teachers need to be made aware of, you just right. you blow the whistle. It's really about safety. And whatever that could be anything, whatever it is, blow your whistle. Someone comes too close to you, someone says something that you're uncomfortable, Giada will tell them just like we tell Giada, blow that whistle. Yeah. Blow that whistle. What do other moms say to you right now? Um most of the mothers have been extremely supportive in the community. They're very proud of Giada for taking a stand. They are devastated that it took something like this mm-hmm. for maybe the school to listen to the concerns that parents have had for a long time mm-hmm. about the safety in that school. Uh, but the parents, the other mothers, you know, and it's really, they have been so incredibly proud of Giada's bravery because it really takes a brave child to be able to walk into that school the next day after going through something so horrific mm-hmm. with a whistle, with other whistles, saying, I'm going to continue to fight this and live my normal life and help my friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking when you said earlier, you know, a fifth grader is a, is a baby and an eighth grader is not. And I'm just thinking, why in middle school are we putting them together? Well, that's another issue of the uh, overcrowding in the school district is something yeah. that they've been working on. Uh, but unfortunately, they have not been able to come to an appropriate solution, which mm-hmm. is why you have 1,600 children in a middle school. Yeah. I know. I went to, I mean, I grew up in New York, and yeah. our schools were all very big. Yeah. But junior high school, middle school is sixth to eighth grade. And that probably that one year makes a big difference. Makes a huge difference. I mean, hormones are raging. Children are changing. Fifth yeah. grade, I I still consider them to be babies. Giada, has any <clears throat> bully who had the whistle blown on them stopped their bad behavior because of the whistle? Yeah, teachers come running. And then they don't then they haven't bullied anybody since they got in trouble? No, cuz they're like, "Oh, that person has a whistle. Don't mess with them." Okay. All right, so this is this is working. I'm going to go back to my one thing though. I could see some students not wanting to make themselves a target in a sense by wearing the whistle. Absolutely. Right. I think the difference here is because we're talking about fifth graders and they're still babies, you know, in our eyes, they still have the innocence behind them where they really are holding fast to this whistle, giving them the strength that it's giving Giada. Have any other school districts or administrators called you throughout the country? No. Or what about um, groups that try to combat bullying? No. No. Yeah. I I mean, it's a huge problem. It absolutely is. And, you know, each state is very specific in terms of what they qualify as bullying. Okay, so what does the state of New Jersey qualify as bullying compared to any other state? I mean, I know in the state of New Jersey, you have to fit in a specific class. You know, there has to be an identifying characteristic. Mm -hmm. It can't just be this little boy targets me every day at the same time. So you have to have a certain characteristic. Is it related to gender, religion, race, the color of your hair. Mm -hmm. If they can't put you in that kind of class where there's a distinguishable characteristic, they're supposed to then deal with the situation under the school's code of conduct. Uh, Unfortunately, there is some leeway in terms of each school's code of conduct. Uh, So that is worrisome because a lot of times what we consider bullying, the school says, well, it doesn't fit into the criteria per the district and state law. It's really just a violation of the code of conduct. And mm-hmm. only it's the child's own first offense, second offense. So there's tears. Uh, they try to do some kind of action plans. But in a situation like this, Giada still has to see this young man every day. He's never been suspended or expelled or reprimanded? We're not, well, 
The district is not to give us that information okay. as confidential. They said that they have addressed it. Okay. Giada said that she believed that she had not seen him for two days, uh, but he's still there trying to get her attention, trying to cross paths with her. Um, so it really has been, it's not only stressful for Giada, but she also has siblings, an older and a younger sibling. So her older brother in the school feels that it's really his job to protect his sister and Giada's younger sister, of course, wants to emulate uh, Giada. So she is bringing her whistles to the elementary school. Um, so it really does affect the whole family. Not negatively. Right. But that's cool. Your big brother's in school with you. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what grade is he in? Sixth. Oh, 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 mom. Okay. Yeah. That was an active time. Yes, which uh, meant <laughs> it was. <laughs> but it does complicate it because... Yeah. Anthony had been in a bullying situation with this child back when they were in first grade. Oh, yeah. And the district did not do anything. They did not follow the law in -hmm. terms of the bullying laws. So now, once this happened with Giada, you get your information together because you want your your children to talk to you. You want to ask the right questions. You want to push the district to make sure they give you all the information that they can, any written information. And then I've come to find out that they have not been doing what's required under the law. Has this affected her academic performance at all? Absolutely not. No. 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 I was going to ask you, that. but I figured you were just going to tell me no. So that's why I asked your mom. <laughs> to her credit, I don't know how it hasn't. Really? Good job. What's your favorite Thank subject? You. Math. Math. Ooh, so what do you want to be when you grow up? An engineer. Whoa. Okay, what kind of engineer? Let's keep going with this. Like a math engineer, like one of those Harvard people. <laughs> so what are you going to, like, devise or um, uh, invent? I don't know. I have my own, like, book where I write all my thoughts down for my inventions, but my dad needs to help me with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, like, what's your coolest invention so far? It's, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's with the toilet, and you put that desk over it with the curtain. That's what me and my dad thought of. A curtain over a toilet? What is that? What problem does that solve? There's a toilet with a flop over desk, and then there's a curtain. So then you can go to the bathroom and do your work on it. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're speechless. Yep. A fifth grader. And there you have it. There you go. We said they were like babies, Uh, right? Dad is in here, too, covering his eyes, by the way. (laughs) That's great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for what you're doing, for sharing your story, and for being so brave and so smart. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's going to go a long way for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.